dear friends, if I can interrupt for a moment, uh, I think the way to do it is uh, we have uh, our keynote speaker, uh, Nick Sakos, uh, say a few words, then we have lunch, and then we proceed with uh, recognizing Peter Evanson. So where is Chris Weatherby? There. So while he's coming over, I'd like to say to everybody, thank you very much. I think we have an amazing event today. It's year number 12. So thank you to all the sponsors for their help. And of course, here is uh, Chris, our partner from City. I'd like to thank everybody who contributed to the event. It's a long list. So please, I see Lloyd there smiling. So thank you for every, to everybody for your great help and contribution. This is an open platform. Everybody contributes. I think we have a great event. And uh, we're delighted with the attendance and the quality of the presenters. And now I will uh, turn over to Chris, uh, who has been uh, um, sharing the, the heavy lifting with us uh, for this event. Chris, thank you. Hey, thank you, Nicholas, and thanks everybody for joining us. My name is Chris Weatherby. I'm the uh, senior transportation and shipping analyst at City, and on behalf of the firm, we have multiple uh, members of the team here today. On behalf of the firm, we want to welcome you to the Capital Inc. Uh, shipping conference, and you know, really want to thank Nicholas for his ongoing partnership. This is the third year that we've partnered as the lead sponsor of this event, and you know, as I look back over the multiple years that I've participated in these events over the years, um, we've certainly viewed Capital Inc. as, as sort of a premier um, association for us as a firm, and certainly a host of premier events within the shipping space. And I think looking around the room today is sort of a perfect example of that in terms of the caliber of the folks that we have here and sort of what we're seeing from the panels over the course of this morning and what we're looking forward to hear from folks over the course of this afternoon as well. Um, you know, each year we've, we've kind of gotten a little bit bigger uh, as we've gone through. Nicholas always draws a tremendous crowd. Again, this is a, this is a pretty packed room right now. Um, but from a company perspective, we're hosting one-on-ones with institutional investors here today for the third time. And our attendance from a company participation perspective is up another 20% on top of the 20% increase that we had last year. And from sort of a key you know, substantial institutional investor interest in the space, we've seen that also go up materially on a year-over-year -year basis for the last two years. So, you know, we're very delighted to be here. I think it's a testament to all the folks in the room here. And, you know, I think the reality is, is that shipping is an investable uh, space within the capital markets, and I think we see that from the interest that we're getting from our institutional clients. So I'm not going to spend a lot of time talking here. I'm standing in between you folks and, and what looks to be a, a pretty good lunch. So I'm going to leave it at that. But again, thank you to Nicholas. Thanks for uh, our partners on the banking and the commercial lending side at City as well who are part, uh, partnering with us today. And thanks for all of you guys for coming. And most importantly, thanks to the investors. So that's the reason why I'm here. I think that's the reason why some of my colleagues who cover shipping are here as well. And I think it's really interesting to kind of keep the interest in this space going. So again, thanks for your participation. I appreciate it. Thanks, Nicholas. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Well, I'd like to thank um, Chris and, and City, but also I'd like to recognize everybody else who contributed to the event. It's an open platform, and again, we need the help and contribution of many organizations and sponsors, and uh, I'd like to thank everyone for their contribution, uh, starting with City, of course. And uh, I'd like to introduce now Nick Tsakos, Nick Tsakos, who uh, is also the global sponsor of our events uh, all over the world. I'd like to say a special thank you to Nikos for his support. Uh, as you know, Nikos is the um, 
the president of uh, Tsakos Energy Navigation. Today, actually, they held their conference call uh, from the Metropolitan Club. So I think we are inaugurating a new era. Uh, they had a wonderful year. Uh, Nick gave uh, quite an optimistic message, I think, and he's going to be talking to you himself. Uh, as we know, Nick is also the uh, chairman of Intertanko, the uh, association of the independent tanker owners. He represents the industry, and he will be speaking to us in his capacity as chairman of Intertanko on the uh, issues facing the industry today and how the industry is responding. And by the way, I'd like to mention before stepping down that on Wednesday, uh, Sacos Energy Navigation will ring the opening bell at the New York Stock Exchange celebrating 25 years of public life. So I think that's quite a milestone, and uh, I'd like to invite Nikos to the podium uh, and take over from me. Bravo. Nick, thank you very much. And uh, good afternoon to all of you. You can tell that things are bad in the tanker segment when the only time you can talk about tankers is when all of you are pinned down for lunch. We have the, the Bornozis time indicator that uh, a couple of years ago tankers were in the first part of the day when people were still semi-awakened. And uh, now we're almost uh, the late, late night show. So we are getting the, the lunch today, so there's really, literally no free lunch for any of you. Nick uh, got you pinned down for the tanker slot, so you will listen to tankers you like it or not. So well done, Nick. Well, joking apart, it's a great pleasure to be here today, just after reporting another profitable year in our 25-year history. But more importantly, being here to honor a good friend and a colleague, a financial wizard turned tankerman, and back to wizard again, Peter Evanson. Congratulations, Peter. <laughs> I stand here today wearing my intertanko hat. Things are so bad that there is no hat for the time being, but we will get one. Intertanko is the union of the poor, frustrated tanker owners. Something like the coal miners before Trump. The association represents 70% of independent tanker owners and 90% of gas carrier companies. Uh, this is a recent event where uh, the growing uh, interest in, uh, gas, uh, in gas transportation has uh, made us open up our, our doors and our gates to many, many gas carrier owners who have been enthusiastically embraced uh, Intertanko. Uh, today, it consists of 210 full members, 260 associate members, 4,000 vessels around 65 countries, with Greece and Japan being the, last, the largest participants. It's a globally uh, represented organization. We have a North American panel meeting tomorrow for CMA, a South American panel meeting uh, in October in Rio, something we don't want to miss, uh, a growing Far Eastern panel, again meeting in April, the Mediterranean panel with uh, a huge Greek uh, representation, and a North European panel. And on top of that, there are 14 very active uh, committees with huge support from the members. 
So a very, very vibrant organization, uh, which I'm very proud to lead. Intertango was established in 1970 in Oslo in the aftermath of what was then considered an oil crisis, when the price of oil went from uh, 80 cents to $5, a fraction of what is today. It was uh, a way for the owners to respond to the changing environment of, of tanker transportation, and it was established in Oslo by big names like the Yare, the Nessis, YK Pao, the Onassis, and the, and the Niarchos and the Gulandris. The continuous oil shocks, as they called them at the time, of 73 and 79, together with the prolonged shipping crisis of the 80s that uh, quite a few of us uh, here remember, kept uh, Intertango focusing on its commercial support for members. The, the aftermath of the Exxon Valdez, though, in 1990, uh, 1990, created the OPA-90 legislation, and uh, the enduring discussions after what is now the double-double success design turned Intertango much closer to technical issues. At the time, Mr. Demoulin was uh, the chairman. I don't know if Richard is here today. I'm sure he's preparing for his jokes at the CMA dinner on Wednesday. Following this, uh, we had the Erika, the Prestige, and things like piracy and other grave issues, and gave Intertango much more support uh, for legal issues for the members. Then the long crisis following the post-Lehman collapse and the offers supply of tonnage following the bubble days put Intertango back to its roots, which is commercial sustainability. Today, environmental challenges like water ballast, shocks, knocks, the questionable dirty scrubber solution, the 0.5 issue, and, and much more, require technical expertise and guidance for our members. However, all this above, they're not tanker-specific. We're cooperating closely with all the other roundtable stakeholders. We're meeting tomorrow in CMA with BIMCO, Intertanko, ICS, the Coast Guard, the IMO, to find appropriate solutions going forward. In Intertanko, we focus on the safe, efficient, environmentally fit operation of our vessels and the commercial sustainability of our members. Being sensitive to our members' needs, we reduced this year our fees by 20%, making a 35% discount since 2010. Our fee reduction is just a drop in the ocean. What the industry needs are logical commercial changes, for example, unified inspection sta uh, standards for our tankers, charity party corrections with the owners in mind, payments in advance to stop the curse of late payments of higher and demerits. We still base our spot earnings, the how little they are, on the non-transparent, archaic word-scale system. We're continuously financing global oil transportation by getting paid months in areas for a first-class service. We do not have to reinvent the wheel. We should follow a lot of the owners here, what they do with dry cargo and containers, LPGs, payment in advance. The complicated world-scale system is preventing also the expansion of a liquid futures market for the tanker market, for, for the tanker industry. So we are ready for Wexit. We need Boris Johnson, of course, here, but uh, I think uh, we're working on Wexit. Wexit, of course, is, is not the main cure of our industry. The oversupply of unneeded new building tonnage is the real level, and Intertango is the platform to help owners fight it.
So, in this darkest hour of tanker shipping, as the great man said, we will fight together till the end and we will never surrender. We will fight on the seas. We will fight on the beaches of India and Pakistan. We will fight the evil shipyards of the Far East. And our great and mighty tanker fleet will strive for respectable, sustainable market rates that will lead us to our finest hour and victory for us all. Thank you very much and God bless. Nico, thank you uh, for a great uh, introduction, for, a, for great comments. Uh, as you can all uh, see, Nico's uh, sense of humor is, uh, is unique, so thank you very much. And by the way, I'd like to acknowledge we have with us today Mike McCleary from Marine Money. I don't know where Mike is. Just to show you that uh, Marine Money and Capital Link, we are both trying to serve the industry, uh, each organization with its own efforts. So. We're delighted to have Mike with us. Um, let's have lunch and then we'll proceed with Peter Evans and we're honored to have him with us.